Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. Another Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. we got a great show for you tonight. A couple of craft beer guests going to be joining me. A couple in studio, one on the phone this hour, the usual news and notes to get to. And there is plenty of uh, news to, to get into. But first, how can you follow me? Very easily on Twitter, at Al Gattulo. Instagram, at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at albertg at nycradio.com. Uh, don't forget iTunes, Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. Alexa Ready too. We're also on Radio.com as well as the Hopped Up Network. Just head over to the HoppedUpNetwork.com. You can listen to the podcast usually Monday mornings before 6 a.m. and it'll be up there uh, certainly tomorrow morning. Even though uh, tomorrow morning I'll be in Atlantic City uh, with Joe Piscopo, Frank Morano, and the crew. Uh, we are broadcasting down there. Lead the Law Enforcement Against Drugs. They're doing their big. Um, symposium, I guess, at the Hard Rock Cafe Monday and Tuesday of uh, this coming week down in Atlantic City. I'll be down there Monday with the boys back in the studio on Tuesday, just in case you care. Now, coming up in 20 minutes, but also, to be uh, quite honest, LEAD is, uh, it has it replaced DARE as the organization um, to get kids uh, away from starting drugs, doing drugs. We have a very big drug epidemic uh, in this country uh, opioids, uh, et cetera, and uh, these guys are doing a fantastic job um, in raising awareness and getting people um, you know, off of opioids, getting them the help that they need, and that is something that we should all uh, be working towards. Now, coming up in 20 minutes, it's a trifecta. We've got Jonathan Hack from AB InBev, Ed Stepanowski, the head of partnerships for Rolling Stone magazine, along with the founder of Elysian Brewing out of Washington State, Joe Basaka. He'll be on the phone. Uh, that's coming up in about 20 minutes. We're going to be talking about this partnership between Elysium and uh, Elysian and uh, Rolling Stone. It's a Rolling Stone lager. Uh, I had uh, a taste of it, which we'll talk about during the interview, uh, the, that uh, Jonathan was kind enough to bring in some cans. Uh, it's very good, and you're probably going to see it at a concert venue near you uh, very soon. Uh, and especially by the summer, I'm sure you're going to see it all over the country. So it's good stuff. We'll get into it with them just about uh, 20 minutes from now. But let's get into a couple of different news and notes um, things here. So uh, my good friends at Source, Phil Petraka, Greg Taylor, and the boys, Jeremy, uh, you know, brewing in the back there, uh, and the boys, I went down to pick up their latest set of cans on last Monday on the president's holiday, right? So... um, Phil and I are friends on Facebook, and he posted about how he got a phone call from Eli Manning. Now, you all know the story if you've been listening to the show for the last several weeks. They brewed a beer to honor Eli Manning, not knowing that he was retiring, right? So the beer went on sale the previous Sunday. That Thursday, Eli announces his retirement. The beer had already been out. People were buying it. It was sold out already. 
Uh, apparently, somebody picked up the story. Um, I had talked about it on my Sunday show, and apparently within a day or two, uh, the story had gone viral. It was national. It was all over the place. And apparently, Eli Manning got wind of the beer. So uh, I get down there to pick up my cans, and I'm having a taste of a few of the new stuff that I haven't had down there. And I said to Phyllis, you got to tell me the story. So apparently, he gets back from vacation. Uh, the phone rings. And, you know, he's putting fires out. He's been out for a couple of days. It always happens, no matter what business you're in, right? So he... Um, he gets this phone call, and the guy on the other end says, uh, this is Eli Manning. And he says, come on, man, I, I'm busy. I, I've heard from a, a, a bunch of jokers saying that they're Eli Manning. And he goes, no, it really is Eli Manning. So it turns out it was Eli. Uh, he wants to uh, brew the he wants to, He wanted to know when they were going to brew the beer again and how could he get some cans. So obviously they had some cans set aside, and Phil is making arrangements to get the cans to him. But then Eli says to him, I want to brew the beer again. When are you going to brew it? So he says, Phil, in five years. So, of course, Eli gets the joke. Five years, he'll be eligible for the Hall of Fame. So, long story short, um, they're working something out, which once they can release it publicly, I will, uh, of course, I'll inform you fans. Um, But it's a really cool story. But the bottom line is, Eli's going to get some of the uh, elite tribute beer, and uh, I'm sure that he's going to enjoy it. And, of course, he says to him, uh, how can I get a six-pack of that beer? Not knowing that a lot of places doing four packs of 16-ounce cans, but who cares? At this point, you know, it's just cool to get a phone call uh, from from Eli Manning. So uh, it was a great story. The guys are making great beer. I could not be happier for them. If you haven't been to Source down in Colts Neck, uh, right next to Delicious Orchards off of Route 34 in, uh, in Monmouth County, uh, New Jersey, you really are doing yourself a disservice. Get down there. Bring the family. Bring the dog. They've got acres of property Kids uh, are, are more than happy to be there. I know some people have issues with uh, kids and breweries, but you have to go uh, to Source Brewery one of these days and check them out. Uh, anyway, and moving on with our, um, su- with our suds and duds, excuse me. That's the last segment of the show. Figures. Go figure. And, anyway, <laughs> more news here. My good friends at the Five Borough Craft Beer Fest have announced the beers that are going to be there and when tickets go on sale. So tickets go on sale March 1st at noon. We'll post a link on our Facebook page. We'll post a link on Twitter. Uh, but I have to tell you um, what uh, Lauren and Mike do with this little event that they run every year is phenomenal. The Five Borough Craft Beer Fest is wonderful. There are breweries from around New York City. There are breweries from outside New York City. Um, and they do an amazing job at the well on Meserol Street every May. It's, it's, it's wonderful. So the event takes place... Let me make sure I got the date right. It's Saturday, May 16th uh, this year, 4 to 9 p.m. Live music, local beer, rare beer, great food. Your purchase price, fiveboroughcraftbeerfest.com, is where you can purchase tickets. Uh, the well is at 272 Meserol Street. But what's great about this event is for the price, everything's included. The beer, the music, and the food. You don't have to pay for food either. A lot of places you pay, you know, you're paying for the beer, you got to buy food separately. Not here. And what's great about this event is that they cap the number of tickets. It's not, let's see how many people we can slam into one place at one time. Uh-uh. I'm telling you, it's a great event. The tickets sell out quickly. Don't wait. If you're thinking about going, buy the tickets. Trust me, it's money well spent. It's a phenomenal event. You get a huge tasting glass. All the brewers are excited to be there. They bring some of their best beer, rare stuff. It's a wonderful event. It's not super crowded. It is rain or shine, and if it does rain, they do have some tents set up and stuff. 
you know, you have to deal with the elements a little bit because the well has this beautiful backyard that's just amazing. But let me tell you a couple of the breweries that are going to be there. Uh, Brew Gentleman out of Braddock, Pennsylvania. Fifth Hammer Brewing. Battery Steel Brewing out of Portland, Maine. Finback will be there. Icarus will be there. Equilibrium will be there. Bolero Snort is there. Killsborough. Evil Twin. Uh, you got Vitamin C from Massachusetts. Uh, Kings Court. Flounder. Twin Elephant. Uh, Millhouse will be there. District 96. KCBC. Collective Arts Brewing, which I love. Torch and Crown. Another great brewery. Sand City. Big Alice. Um, who else? Some of these others. Talea will be there, which I'm actually going to... I actually saw yesterday and uh, checked out their beer. I'll give you a review on that uh, next week. Common Roots will be there. Bridge and Tunnel. Gun Hill. Alewife. Randolph Beer. Hermit Thrush, which is phenomenal if you like sours. Um, Single Cut will be there. Interboro will be there. Slack Tide. There's a lot more to come. I'm telling you, they, they really pick some of the best beers and it is a phenomenal event. Again, fiveboroughcraftbeerfest.com. Got to spell the whole thing out to get tickets. We'll post a link. They do an amazing job, Mike and Lauren. We're going to try and get them on the show very soon uh, to talk about the event, the bands, the food, all the stuff that's going to be there. It's going to be great. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. I love these guys. I go every year. I get there late because I have to do um, beer barbecue and bacon, um, my, my good friend Allison's event over in Morristown, and then I shoot right over. Uh, to the Five Borough Craft Beer Fest. Usually get there around 5.36, so I get a couple of hours. Um, you know, I get about two, three hours to uh, sample some of the stuff over there. I'm telling you, it is a phenomenal event. The good folks from Great Lakes Brewing, they've announced the reopening of their historic brew pub um, after extensive renovations. Now, uh, Great Lakes has been around for over 30 years. Uh, their brew pub has long been the place uh, where they get people to meet up, Food, beer, all that, all that good stuff. They reopened on uh, Valentine's Day. Uh, they're going to have casual fine dining at Brew House Number One. That's home to GLBC's original seven-barrel seven brewing system that started uh, the craft beer uh, craze in Ohio. They're going to have all different types of uh, gastro pub fare, and then they're going to have. They renovated the beer garden. It's an open seating concept, a traditional style beer garden. Tables can accommodate large groups. Um, that's going to be a big thing. They're going to have uh, happy hour pricing on food and drinks Monday through Friday, uh, and they will also uh, showcase rare and special small batch tappings of beers found only at the cellar bar on Friday Brewmaster Night. So kudos to Great Lakes Brewing. Haven't been out there in Ohio yet. If uh, I do get a chance to get out there, I definitely have to check them out. And then finally, Swiftwater Brewing, uh, which is a brewery in Rochester on Mount Hope Avenue, has created a new beer called the Governor's IPA. And according to a spokesman for the governor, the Rochester-made beer is the product of 100% New York ingredients, as envisioned under Governor Cuomo's Farm Brewery Bill passed in 2012. Uh, Swiftwater, a farm brewery brew pub in Rochester's South Wedge, it opened in January of 2015. The owner, Andrew Cook, says, The brewery made the governor's IPA to celebrate the growth of the state's craft beverage industry over the last decade. Cook said the state government has worked to modernize some archaic laws and regulations which has made it a bit easier to open up a business in our industry. We wanted to give a shout-out to some of our local suppliers of hops and malted grain through the canard. Uh, now, of course, peop- there are people that like Governor Cuomo. There are people that don't like Governor Cuomo. Uh, Cook said he hopes that everyone can appreciate the beer, leave the partisan divide behind. I agree with him. As much as I disagree with Governor Cuomo, what Governor Cuomo has done for the craft beer industry in New York has been fantastic. They have expanded in leaps and bounds way more 
uh, than the neighboring state of New Jersey. New Jersey has got a lot of problems, and they need to fix it and fix it quickly because they are not a good place for small businesses. New York has really done a good job within the craft beer business of helping out these craft brewers to, uh, to proliferate, to make money, to make profit, and to get beer out to the masses. Kudos to Governor Cuomo. If I see that beer, Swiftwater, I'm definitely going to try it. Uh, I would definitely support that. Folks, when we come back after a short break, more news from around the beer world, including beer that was unearthed in a brewery in Europe that is over 100 years old. It's a very cool story. That's next on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Every Saturday morning at 7, the Auto Lab, the longest-running auto show in New York City, can be heard for a full two hours. Host Professor Harold Walchok and a diverse panel of automotive experts will answer all your basic automotive questions and fill you in on the history and culture of the auto industry. The Auto Lab is on the air and here to help for a full two hours. Listen every Saturday morning starting at 7, right here on AM 970, The Answer. When you hear the word LASIK, the only name that should come to mind is Della Russo. Dr. Joseph Della Russo is the man behind Della Russo Laser Vision, a family-owned medical practice. They've performed over 165,000 LASIK surgeries, and they have over 30 years of industry experience. His research and practice played a role in getting FDA approval of LASIK back in the 1990s, and thus his name became synonymous with LASIK. Now today, so-called discount LASIK centers are a dime a dozen. They perform surgery at a ridiculously low cost to the detriment of the patient since these places use lasers that are not the latest or the safest. In many cases, the patient does not even meet with the surgeon until the day of the procedure. Why would you do that? Not the case at Della Russo Laser Vision. In fact, I trusted Della Russo 10 years ago with my LASIK surgery, and the results have been fantastic. You owe it to yourself, if you're considering LASIK, to meet with Dr. Della Russo. And again, if not LASIK, they offer regular eye exams, frames, lenses, cataract screenings, and removals. You name it, they do it. Trust only the best with your vision. Call Della Russo Laser Vision today to schedule a free consultation with Dr. Della Russo. That number, 855-646-2020. That's 855-646-2020. Or visit DellaRusso.com. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off and to wear a helmet when she rides her bicycle. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Sponsored by the New York State Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. Hey, it's Joe Piscopo. You know, Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to you listening to AM970, The Answer. You get great discounts on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener specials. Get deep discounts on MyPillow's mattress toppers, bed sheets, and so much more. Mike is offering a first-time buy one, get one free offer today on Giza Sheets. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go, please, to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials for the buy one get one free offer on Giza sheets i'm telling you when i sleep on my bed i think of you i really do because it's so comfortable i have the mattress topper i have the my pillow but i have these Giza sheets and i have the uh, pillowcases the Giza pillowcases i'm getting the best night's sleep because of that 
Enter promo code AM970 or call 800-651-0798 for these great specials. 800-651-0798. Promo code AM970. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or radio.com. Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer you can follow me very easily on Twitter at Al Gatulo, Instagram at Gatulo, G A double T U double L O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at Albert G at NYC Radio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find the shows on those two platforms. Alexa Ready as well. We're also available on Radio.com. And you can find us on the Hopped Up Network usually on Monday mornings before 6 a.m. Uh, the podcast is posted. Uh, and there are a plethora of other great beer shows on there that you definitely want to check out. Coming up in just about 10 minutes, it's a trifecta. Jonathan Hack from AB InBev, Ed Stepanowski from the Head of Partnerships for Rolling Stone Magazine, along with the founder of Elysian Brewing, uh, Joe Bisaka. He'll be on the phone. Um, Ed and John are in studio. We are going to be talking about the new... Um, Elysian Rolling Stone collaboration. It is a lager. It is uh, a very tasty beer, and it is coming uh, to a concert venue near you very, very soon. And that is coming up in just about ten minutes from now. I got some more news, and I teased before the break uh, about um, beers that were discovered more than a hundred years ago. So, uh, thanks to Kat Walensky uh, from Vine Pair, who we have. God, we haven't had Cat on the show in a long time. It's been almost two years. I have to get Cat back uh, on the program. But uh, the folks from Vine Pair came up with this story, uh, and this is amazing. So workers on a construction site in Viborg, Denmark, uh, discovered a crate of beer hidden beneath the floorboards more than 100 years ago. The builders, apparently, are renovating a space that once housed Denmark's oldest brewery, Odin Brewery. Uh, they discovered the beers unopened and in exquisite condition with corks and labels intact. Uh, I guess this was uh, from the uh, Viborg Museum curator, uh, Dan Ersted Moller, uh, told, a, a, I guess, a Denmark newspaper. The, buildings, uh, the builders contacted Moller as soon as they found the bottles. Moller says, it looks like an entire pallet of beer from back then. We have bottles from the Odin Brewery at the, at the museum, but none with any content. Five of the bottles still have beer in them, according to the BBC. Included with the beer was a letter dated March 20th, 1906, the same year the beer is estimated to originate. The letter reads, The old floor was removed by master carpenter Niels Nielsen, and a new floor was added. As we don't know how long this floor will last, these words and some bottles of beer we brew these days will be put under the floor. The letter was written by C.E. Pearson, Odin's head brewer at the time, uh, it's unlikely Pearson knew his beers would make it through two world wars and then some. Odin Brewery was founded in Viborg, Denmark in 1832. It closed more than 30 years ago in 1988. Their popular brands included uh, a, a couple of Pilsners. Um, in 2008, Carlsberg Brewery in Copenhagen, Denmark, made a similar discovery when it found bottles of its own beer 
dating back to 1883 when the brewery used yeast cells from those bottles to recreate the historic beer in 2016. This is a remarkable find. 113-year-old beers. Uh, and there's a picture uh, that Kat Walensky has up on Vinepair. We have the article. Um, there's a clickable link on the Facebook page. And you could see one of them. I don't know if, if that's the cork or something is kind of – it looks like a lot of – these bottles are, are really intact, and, and the uh, the corks are in them. It's, it's amazing. Now, would I open them? Probably not. I would uh, – or I would maybe take one and see maybe uh, maybe some brewer in Denmark can extract the yeast from it and uh, make a beer from Odin Brewery. That's pretty wild. So the brewery closed more than 30 years ago. The beers have been sitting under the floor for over 100 years. That's That's pretty cool. So there you go. Uh, let's get into some more news and notes. Cape May Brewing Company uh, has announced a new year-round addition to their line of core brands. It's called Cape May White. It's a Belgian-style wheat ale brewed with coriander and orange peel, currently available on draft. It will be available in 12-ounce cans throughout New Jersey, eastern Pennsylvania, and Delaware uh, later this month. Um, it is, let's see, it's on draft in New Jersey and eastern Pennsylvania. It'll be available in Delaware, as part of Cape May Brewing Company's expansion into the state, 12-ounce cans are going to hit the shelves uh, at the end of this month. And the end of this month is next week. So by next week, you're going to see uh, n- the new year-round cans of Cape May White on your shelves. Heavy Seas has announced uh, a new Tropicana 12-pack sampler. Uh, it's a can sampler. It'll feature two brand-new variants of the popular 7.25 ABV fruited beer, Tropicana Pineapple IPA and Tropicana Mango Lime IPA. The sampler will include six 12-ounce cans of the original Tropicana Citrus IPA and three of each of the new varieties. The new offerings will also be available on draft in limited quantities at select locations. The sampler pack will release uh, mid-March, mid to late March, continue to be available until September. So good news there. Uh, Also, um, Somebody, they had sent this to me, the Grain and Malt Symposium. I, I want to give credit to the person who sent this to me because they, uh, I guess they, I, I don't know if they invited me to this. Jesse D'Onofrio um, of the uh, of Food Shelter uh, sent me this, and I appreciate, Jesse, I appreciate what you, what you did here, uh, but let me read to you what this is, and if you're interested in doing something like this, this is for next week. So, Philly Loves Beer, excited to announce a special curated one-day-only local beer tour as part of the new consumer track of the 2020 Grain and Malt Symposium, the guided beer bus tour will kick off at Craft Hall on Sunday, March 1st at 2 p.m. and take beer lovers on a multi-stop educational experience that highlights area breweries who are using local grain and malt. Brewery stops include Mainstay Independent Brewing, uh, Urban Village Brewing, Triple Bottom Brewing, Roy Pitt's Barrel House, and Brewery R's, with each stop including an in-depth brew tour, samples, water, and light fare. Tickets for the four-hour Philly Loves Beer bus tour are $40. Uh, the bus is being provided by City Brew Tours, which does a fantastic job. Let me get you the website real quick. So if you go to grainandmaltsymposium.com, and we'll post a link to this, um, This t- the symposium takes place Monday, March 2nd in Philly. It's a technical symposium designed for all levels of participant participants involved in the grain and malt value chain. Uh, so they're going to be doing uh, a bunch of different things and the beer bus uh, tour and pour is forty bucks. If you go on the site, you can click a link and sign up for um, for the tour. Again, it's a four hour uh, bus tour. Forty bucks is relatively inexpensive. And again, uh, this is coming up on Sunday, March first at two p.m. So uh, if you're interested in doing this, 
Uh, this is definitely something uh, that you would want to take advantage of. We will post the link uh, on our Twitter feed. We'll also post the link on our Facebook page as well. Um, they're, uh, let's see, they're going to have uh, other events on the consumer track, include malt flights at Devil's Den, where patrons can enjoy and learn about locally brewed beers made with Deer Creek Malt, the first malt house in Pennsylvania since Prohibition. The bar will also feature Deer Creek Citywides during the four-day symposium, which consists of a shot and a beer, both made with local malt. So if you're interested in learning more about the local malts uh, that are developed and grains that are developed in Pennsylvania that are put into beers and into liquor as well, Maybe this is something you want to take part of on Sunday, March 1st at 2 p.m., and then, of course, it runs. It's a four-day event uh, running in Philly. So you're looking for something to do, that might be it. So uh, thank you so much, uh, Jesse, for that. Very much appreciate it. On f- Sundays at 2 o'clock for me to take a ride down to Philly is a little, uh, is a little rough. But uh, I hope that people who do go, I hope they have a great time. And let me tell you something, City Brew Tours, they do it right. I've done the tour in Brooklyn. It's fantastic. Uh, they really do a great job of... In, you know, uh, of the different beer places that they take you, the food that's involved, but not only that, the knowledge from the person that is taking you around. If you're a novice and you know nothing about beer, you're going to come away with this with quite the education. And even if you know about beer, you're still going to learn something that maybe you might not have known uh, already. And then finally, uh, the folks from Brookfield Place reached out to me to let me know that Talea Beer uh, from Brooklyn, New York, won the title of Best Brews of New York uh, last week. So uh, they are, again, as I said, they're out of Brooklyn, um, and they are one of the first women-owned breweries in New York. Talea beat out four other breweries from around the state to win the title. Uh, They went up against uh, KCBC Brewery, the Bronx Brewery, Finback, and Torch and Crown, and uh, they beat out uh, those four breweries. Very impressive. Talea voted uh, voted by the event's attendees as the best brew, got it by New York State's notable beer connoisseur and Bacara. The event was free to attend with food from Brookfield Place. Top eateries available for purchase throughout the festival. All beer sales benefited a charitable cause in partnership with the participating breweries. 100% of the beer sales uh, were donated to Leave No Trace. That's uh, very cool and appreciate that. Um, This is like the second year in a row I've talked about this, and they've yet to reach out to me to say, hey, would you like to be a judge to kind of, you know, help out? Um, You know, I'd be happy to taste some beers and uh, judge which I th- which ones I think are the best. In fact, um, it, it gonna, I tasted Talea over the weekend on Saturday at the kickoff to uh, New York City Beer Week, and I'll have a review of that on next week's program, along with all the other breweries that are there. Uh, but maybe it's time to get the folks from Talea on. This is the second or third time uh, that I've heard about these guys, and uh, or ladies, excuse me, um, and uh, definitely something that uh, I should uh, look into and maybe get them on the program. So thanks to the folks from uh, Brookfield Place uh, for sending over that information on who the winner was. And when we come back after a short break, Jonathan Hack from AB InBev, Ed Stepanowski, the head of partnerships for Rolling Stone, will be in studio, along with the founder on the phone of Elysium Brewing, uh, Joe Basaka, will join me to talk about this collaboration between Elysian and Rolling Stone. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970, The Answer. It's overcast and 48 degrees. What's going on? We have The Answer. 
Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is speaking out about the 2020 census. Ashok Bala reports. At a town hall in Jackson Heights on Saturday, Ocasio-Cortez stressed the importance of taking part in the count. This neighborhood is undercounted in the census, so we cannot get resources to our schools if the federal government and the state government thinks that there are less children in our school than there actually are. City officials are reminding immigrants that their participation will be kept private regardless of their legal status. The census is vital in determining how much federal funding communities will receive. Ashok Bala, NBC News Radio, New York. The Hudson River Brickyard Trail is approved by the Ulster Town Board. The plan for the 1.3-mile pedestrian and bike trail was given the thumbs up on Friday. It will be constructed from the Kingston City Line to the hamlet of East Kingston. In sports, Islanders did beat the San Jose Sharks this afternoon. 4-1 was that final score. Traffic delays, well, if you're heading into the city via the GWB on the upper deck, there are no problems. Lower level and Palisades approach are for the Easy Pass customers only until 6 this morning. Outbound George, no problems. Lincoln Tunnel Inn looks good. Outbound the North Tube is closed for repairs until 5 a.m. in the morning. And then the Holland Tunnel inbound from the Turnpike or the 1 and 9 approach looks good. Outbound Holland, no complaints. And then in New Jersey, 80 westbound from County Route 606 to the Pennsylvania-New Jersey state line, right lane is closed due to some possible smoke, which is reducing your visibility because of that forest fire burning in Worthington State Park. This will affect the eastbound side of 80 at County Route 606. The exit ramp is closed. Weather for tonight, clear skies, low 40 degrees. And then for your Monday, increasing clouds, highs near 57. Now you know what's going on. I'm Amy Salerno on AM 970, The Answer. Did you know that about 80% of college students change their majors at least once? Instead of spending tens of thousands of dollars trying to make a decision at a high-tuition, four-year university, consider New Jersey's outstanding community colleges. Community colleges offer a top-notch education at an affordable price. Community colleges offer flexible schedules, smaller class sizes, qualified professors and support staff, extracurricular activities, and athletics. Explore a wide range of majors and career options. Earn college credits while deciding the best career route for you. So start college the smart way. Save money and time while getting a solid education at New Jersey's 19 community colleges. To learn more, visit njea.org backslash higher ed. The members of the New Jersey Education Association are making public schools and community colleges great for every student. This message is sponsored by the New Jersey Education Association, the New Jersey Broadcasters Association, and this station. Dan Proft, weeknights at 9 on AM 970. The answer. Well, you don't think I'm going to talk about a beer that comes out of Washington State and not play something. Washington State related, a little sound garden, a little outshine as we come back here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, you can follow me on Twitter very easily at Algatulo, Instagram at Gatulo, that's G A T T U L L O, Facebook.com slash A G Craft Beer Cast. 
we are also available uh, on Alexa. We're available on Radio.com. We're available on the Hopped Up Network, too. You just go to the HoppedUpNetwork.com. You can find my podcast usually on Monday mornings. I download it usually before 6 in the morning uh, that you can listen to, as well as a plethora of other beer-related uh, podcasts for your listening pleasure. Now, my next guests, two of them happen to be in studio with me. One of them happens to be on the phone because he's out in Washington State, hence the Soundgarden and what, what we're going to get into here in just a second. Now, um, this is a new beer uh, with a partnership between uh, AB InBev, Rolling Stone Magazine, Elysian Beer. First time these guys are teaming up, and uh, we're going to get into the beer uh, real quick here. My, let me welcome into the studio Jonathan Hack, who's been on the, the uh, program before. Uh, we've got Ed Stepanowski, the uh, head of partnerships for Rolling Stone, and of course the founder of Elysian Brewing out of Washington State, Joe Basaka. Uh, guys, welcome. Thanks well, for having us. Thank you. All right, so let's get right into this new beer, which, by the way, Joe, we are actually sipping it here in the studio. Uh, John was nice enough to bring a couple of cans in of this lager. Uh, why was now the right time for a partnership between Rolling Stone and Elysian? Because it was the first time that we thought about it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> simple as that, huh? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think I think it was one of those. It, it was a fairly organic uh, start. I had an op, op, opportunity to meet Gus uh, Winter, Jan Winter's son. Mm. Uh, he was he was out in town. We, we went through the brewery. We were doing a tour. We were t- uh, drinking some beers, uh, talking about stuff. Figured that two brands sort of felt almost a little separated at a uh, birth. You know, a lot of the. History was around music. Uh, a lot of the ethos was kind of the kind of the same base, and it would be fun to actually do something. Obviously, a beer would be a great place to start. And the beer, uh, Joe, is a lager. Why go that route instead of, let's say, an IPA, which seems to be the popular brand of everybody in the nation? Uh, why a lager? So I, th- I think like people love IPAs. Um, but I don't know that anybody is 100% an IPA drinker, right? You drink a beer based upon what you're doing. Uh, if I'm uh, mowing a lawn, I'm not going to drink Space Dust. It's 8.2% alcohol. <laughs> um, well, unless you have you a know, postage Mexican stamp lager, one, then you can, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it's it's got to go quick, right? You're, right. you're going to lose some toes. Other, other <laughs> uh so I think that it's it's that, that thing of you know you you drink a beer based upon the uh, you know you know you know occasion uh, and 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 I think with Rolling Stone Lager, uh, what's the occasion that you would wind up drinking a beer that Elysian and Rolling Stone made? And for for me and for uh, Gus too, it was you know that live show. You know you're you're at the music venue, you're at the live show, and what do you want to drink when you're when you're there, you don't want something too heavy. You don't want something too sweet. Uh, you want to be in for the duration of the show. You don't want to get thrown, thrown, thrown out at some point because you're too drunk or anything. Right. So right. a great balanced beer, uh, but picking some of those hop nuances and notes from sort of modern hops, a little more citrusy, a little more floral. We're talking with the founder of, of Elysian Beer, Joe Basaka, also in studio with me, Jonathan Hack from AB InBev, and Ed Stepanowski from the, the head of partnerships for Rolling Stone. So, Ed, let me ask you, we're talking music beer. So uh, the not only is the point of this beer, obviously, to promote both Rolling Stone and, and Elysian, you guys are looking for a presence 
uh, at a concert venue that, you know, uh, you walk in there and instead of, you know, I'm going to go pick up whatever ABC beer that's there, I'm going right for the Rolling Stone Lager because it fits with the with the music venue, right? I mean, for us, it's it's how are you going to touch consumers, right? How are you going to build your brand and, 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 and engage consumers in a different way? Mm-hmm. Beer is just such a natural fit when it comes to music. Um, and so the ability to, to create something special, to create something new, to create this new taste um, around the experience of music was something that, you know, made so much sense. And we were just so excited to build. And, and the beer debuts nationwide, uh, nationwide on April 1st. It'll start out, I guess, on, uh, you know, on the West Coast, John, and then eventually migrate its way forward. Uh, to the rest of the country, but you guys introduced the beer uh, down in Miami during Super Bowl week, and guys, please feel free to weigh in. How was the reaction from the folks down there? John, we'll go with you first. Uh, well, <clears throat> it, it was pretty overwhelming, I think. I think everyone really enjoyed it. Ed had a chance to sample with uh, some some pretty exciting people, right? Uh, Hands-on, and uh, everyone really enjoyed the beer. Yeah, Ed? I, I, I think everyone was like, what is this? Did you guys just really make a beer? Is this for real? I think people were just a little bit in shock of, of, of what it was and, and, and what we were doing. So wait, so they thought that it was a, just you put some other beer in a can and just wrapped a label around it and <laughs> gave it to them and said, this is Rolling Stone Lager. That's exactly right. I actually handed beers to the entire Shark Tank. Mark, is that right? Mark, Laurie, Damon, uh, Robert, and they were looking mm-hmm. at me like, is this a joke? I'm like, this is not a joke. This is something very real that we've created over the past year and something that we are so excited and so proud to bring to market. And I hope you guys like it. And, and everybody walked away with like, wow, that, that's a fantastic beer. Now, Joe, you were there. What was the experience, what was the experience like? First of all, no, the people from Shark Tank can't get in on this, right? It's closed. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, it was it was great. Uh, crowd was it was it was a huge crowd. For me, it was sort of like you know a little bit of fish out of water. Uh, you're you're walking through. You're like I know that guy. I know that person. I know that person. You know, and um, uh, people were drinking the beer. They were enjoying themselves. Uh, the entertainment was off the off the hook. It was it was absolutely a great night. Talking with uh, Jonathan Hack from AB InBev, Ed Stepanowski from the head of partnerships from Rolling Stone, and the founder of Elysian Beer, Joe Basaka. The beer is called Rolling Stone Lager. It's made by Elysian. It'll be released nationwide April 1st. Uh, we're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. All right, so, Joe, this one is coming out April 1st, but obviously right now I'm tasting it. It's fantastic. I think it's going to be a, a big hit. Uh, anything in the in the head there of the plans of another uh, maybe potential collaboration between you guys and Rolling Stone? Um, I, th- I think, you know, you always have one main beer that's out. Um, I like to play around with beer, so, um, you know, would never rule anything out of maybe a seasonal, maybe a one-off that we do once in a while, maybe something for, uh, you know, hol- the, hol- the, hol- the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, don't, don't have anything in the works yet. We haven't talked about anything, but um, give me a poke, I'll make something. <laughs> And, and what about? I, I noticed that there's going to be a 12 ounce can available and a 16 ounce can available. Um, the the trend seems to be more towards the 16 ounce variety now. I personally, I mean, I, and I drink enough beer, and I'm looking down at my belly right now and know that I shouldn't be drinking as much as I do. But um, and sometimes I like a 12 ounce can of beer, but the trend seems to be that 16 ounce can availability. Is that was that part of the plan? Because when you're at a concert, 16 ounces lasts a little bit longer when you're tailgating in the parking lot. Or you yeah, know, I, I can 
good. Right. Yeah, I think um, the six the 16s fit music venues better because you're uh, not having to go to the bar as much, right? right? Um, you get the beer more for me. The 12-ounce can I actually like a little bit better in sort of general uh, settings. Because when you're when you're drinking a 16 ounce can, if you're not crushing that can, that last little bit in the bottom of the can actually gets warm and tastes a little bit off. Right, right. Uh, 12 ounce can, smaller. Um, you're winding up finishing that that earlier presentation of the beers a little better, I think. And and the plan obviously is to get this beer in concert venues. The the plan is Absolutely. to. I know you guys, yep. uh, Joe. That I know you guys. Uh, host your own shows, obviously, and stuff out in, in Washington State. And obviously, the beer will be available there. But the key is here is to get that beer in as many concert venues as possible so people are drinking it and spreading the word, right? Yep. Uh, large venues, small venues, restaurants and bars around venues. Um, it's also one of those beers, I think, that does play well in a lot of other settings. You know, if you've got a sports bar, I think it's a beer that plays well. Um, you know, it, 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 I don't, I don't while we built it around that live show, I think there's a lot of other settings that make a lot of sense with this product. And, and the other interesting thing the guys were telling me uh, off air, and, and feel free, the, so the, the can itself that, that I'm holding right now is not actually the final design of the can. It's going to be a little bit different. The top of the can is actually going to be all black, right? Right. The uh, the uh, issue with uh, printing cans is it takes a very long time. And so to ex- ex- execute the cans for the uh, Rolling Stone party, mm-hmm. we actually did what's what's called a wrap. So it's a basically plastic sleeve that goes around and then shrinks on them. Okay. Uh, final, final cans are actually silkscreen, and they'll have a black lid. That's very cool. I mean, it's almost like I- I'm I'm sure that music lovers in the very beginning of this, when the beer comes out, they're going to want this as like a collectible. One of those things where they're going to, sure. you know, I don't want to open it. I kind of want to let it, you know, let it sit there. It's funny. A couple of weeks ago, I was uh, at, a, at a beer event. The actor Kelsey Grammer has a brewery up in upstate New York. And uh, he bought a piece of land in Margaretville. And he's got this new uh, one beer. It's called Faith American Ale. And he signed a can of it for me. I'm never going to drink that beer. The guy signed the can. And I'm not big into autographs right. or whatever, but it's one of those things where I'm like, all right, you know what? i got to hold on to this. I have a feeling that this can is going to have the same effect where maybe they see a musician and they want to get an autograph and oh, can you sign my can of you know Rolling Stone Lager because it's synonymous with music. That and sounds good, beer, right? One to rock, one to That'd stop. That'd be awesome. Right? Yeah, I, I hope they want one signed. Yeah, but I so. hope they drink fifteen more. <laughs> yeah, well, no, of course. I mean, that's the that's the whole point of it, right? This this, this is not a, a commemorative uh, commemorative uh, can that they want to put on the shelf. This is something they want to be consuming at the shows, at the bars, at home when they're right. just hanging out. This was not a logo slap by any stretch right. of the imagination. This is an awesome freaking beer, yeah. and, and I hope people love it for 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 the the branding and the and the and the collaboration, but also for the actual. <laughs> beer itself because it's it's a really great product so ed doesn't want to see elysian rolling stone lager on ebay or amazon for sale with somebody's somebody's (laughs) autograph on it he wants a truck i'm thinking kroger's Publix, walmart (laughs) there you go and the likes exactly well guys i i appreciate it uh joe thanks so much for getting up early and uh and giving us a ring uh out in washington good luck with the beer and uh listen i've i've had a lot of your products uh in the past you guys do great work and this is just another one that uh that you're going to knock out of the park. So I appreciate it, Joe. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks very much.
You got it. And uh, John, Ed, I, I appreciate uh, you know you guys coming in the studio and uh, bringing the beer. Of course, the beer is called Rolling Stone Lager. It's made by Elysian. It'll be released nationwide April first. Of course, it's going to start out west. It will migrate its way uh, east uh, eventually. And the you know the hope is hopefully by the summertime when I'm hitting a couple of concert venues for some great shows, I'm going to see this beer here and I'm going to definitely recommend it to people uh, to pick up and drink. So guys, thanks for coming in. Appreciate yeah, it. Thanks for having us. You got it. Up next, it's time for Suds and Duds on the Alcatulo Craft Beer. Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer. AM nine seven. The answer. Eric Metaxas has some predictions for the Democrats. I'll tell you what. I, I do not think that Biden has any chance, and so he's gonna he's gonna go away. If Bernie Sanders is the nominee, we're gonna have in November a landslide. It's gonna be more than forty states for Trump. There's little doubt that we will take the Congress back. The Eric Metaxas Show. Weeknights at 11 on AM 970. The answer. There are so many LASIK surgery centers today, it's hard to know who to trust. Let me tell you about a place you can trust. Delarusso Laser Vision. Dr. Joe Delarusso personally pioneered the LASIK procedure, maintains his status as an expert in the industry. Dr. Joe has lectured on the procedure all over the world, and year after year, the Delarussos perform more LASIK procedures than any other practice in the country. That's why today, the Delarusso brand is synonymous with LASIK. I got my LASIK done by the Delarussos 10 years ago, and I wish I had done it 20 years ago. They were amazing. I was in and out of the chair in less than five minutes. It was a wonderful experience, and believe me, it will change your life. Delarusso does more than LASIK, though. They are the eye experts. They offer regular eye exams, frames, lenses, cataract screenings, and removals, everything. Delarusso is an old-fashioned family practice with four centers, including New Jersey, Manhattan, Brooklyn, and Long Island. Trust only the best with your vision. I did. Call Delarusso Laser Vision today to schedule a free consultation with Dr. Delarusso. 855-646-2020. That's 855-646-2020. Or visit Delarusso. Russo.com. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or Radio.com. Welcome to the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer. You can follow me very easily on Twitter at Al Gattulo. Instagram at Gattulo, G A T U L O. Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at Albert G at NYCRadio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. Alexa Ready, Radio.com, Hopped Up Network, HoppedUpNetwork.com. Usually uh, after 6 a.m. on Monday mornings, you can check out. Uh, the radio program in a podcast form. It's very cool. And there are a lot of other great beer casts on there as well. So check them out over at the hoppedupnetwork.com. A little Ronnie James Dio there. Uh, BMG has announced they're going to be doing, I believe it's BMG, um, they're going to be doing um, a whole uh, biography documentary on Ronnie James Dio. I am excited about that. I cannot wait for that to come out. I will be first in line uh, for tickets for uh, for that, for Ronnie James Dio. We lost that guy way too young to cancer. Uh, an, an amazing talent with an amazing voice. Uh, not only with Elf, with Rainbow, with uh, Black Sabbath, and of course, 
his own solo group with Dio. He was just tremendous. And people, a lot, a lot of people don't know, he was also a 50s crooner. He was a singer, doo-wop singer. So Ronnie had a lot of range. He was uh, just a great guy, a really great guy and a gentle soul. And he is uh, very much missed. Let's dive into Suds and Duds. Uh, my friends at Paragon Tap and Table uh, did a Wet Ticket Tap takeover uh, about a week or so ago. And uh, th- the guys at Wet Ticket are just doing such a great job. I love those guys. Um, Tim and Al uh, make great beer. Um, you definitely have to check them out. I've been talking about this brewery for years now. Uh, yeah, they're five minutes from my house. But what the product that they put out is very, very good. Um, is it a, you know a whale beer type status? No. Far from that. I would not oversell it on this but what tim and al do they do a great drinkable fun beer and by fun i mean community by fun i mean getting together sharing a few pints and having a good time and to me that's that's one of the more important things about getting getting together with folks and drinking and sampling different beers it's about having fun it's about conversation it's about enjoying one another's company right so they make great beer out of Rawway, New Jersey. It very easily, you can catch them on, you get on the train, uh, North Jersey Coast or Northeast Corridor Line. You can take it right out of Penn Station uh, in Manhattan. It's about five, six stops. You're there, you walk a block, the brewery's right there. They're open Wednesday through Sunday. Um, you know, they're fairly, I wouldn't say they're crowded where their crowds out the door. Weekends, yeah, it gets busy, especially Friday and Saturday nights. Uh, but you definitely want to check out uh, the boys at Wet Ticket, they do a great job. So their Perfectly Played Pilsner uh, is a fantastic beer. It's a great starter beer, but it's also a really, really well-executed Pilsner. Uh, in fact, I think the keg kicked uh, on, at Paragon within a day, like it was gone. So that's a great beer. Uh, I highly recommend it as a starter beer for anybody trying to get into craft beer. The Fully Juiced uh, Imperial Northeast IPA by Wet Ticket, to be honest with you, is one of my favorites from Wet Ticket. It's a consistently great beer. It's not super juicy. It's not super hazy. It's just right. It's done. It's done right. That's that's the thing that Tim does. Consistency. He does it right. Now, does he tweak his recipes sometimes? Absolutely. But it's a really, really excellent beer for a hazy, juicy beer, right? Then you move on to the trolley hopper, which is not super hazy and juicy. It's got more of that bitterness to it. It's got more of that bite to it. Another excellent, excellent beer from the, from the boys at Wet Ticket. And then I finished off the night with, uh, which I didn't realize they had named it this, the Sincho Pep, right? So it's a cinnamon, kind of chocolate, hot, uh, hot pepper. It's got habaneros in it, right, beer. This is what, and what's great about this beer is this. There's a lot of people that put heat in beer. The biggest thing that, that people forget is the heat element. Is it too much? Is it too little? I don't want a beer that's going to overpower me with heat. The Habanero Sculpin from Ballast Point years ago did that to me, to the point where I couldn't, I couldn't finish more than one. I had to use it in chili. Like, that's how hot it was. And even then, when I put it in the chili, it didn't, it, it didn't cut the heat down. So this, what's great about the heat on this beer, and if you get a chance to try it, you should, it hits you, and then it eases off. You get that heat, and it's not oppressive. It's not like, oh, oh, this is too hot. You get the heat, you taste it, and then it backs away. And then you take another sip, and the heat comes, and then it backs away. And then you take another sip, and the heat's there, and then it backs away. And that's what I want out of a, out of a heat beer. 
I want it so that it hits me a little bit, gently, like almost like a like a kiss, right? And then it just backs off. That's what I love about this beer. I could drink this beer over and over and over again. In fact, I think my neighbor has a crowler that I brought over that I got tapped about a month and a half ago. I'm wondering how it's holding up, not being open, sitting in a refrigerator, being under all the conditions. I wonder if it's, you know, if it's still pretty good. I'm sure it is. Anyway, kudos to the guys at Wet Ticket. They do a great job. Another brewery that's doing a great job in New Jersey. As we continue on here, Suds and Duds on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, Bolero Snort. Haven't been to Carlstadt, New Jersey yet? You haven't been to right behind MetLife Stadium? You better get yourself over there. They are just killing it in that tap room. And uh, one of the beers that I had gotten from Scott when I was there picking up some cans of Fruity Pebbles, he gave me uh, some Crushable. This is a, a really, really, I mean, yeah, I pardon the pun, but it is Crushable. It's under 5%. It's a really good drinking IPA, and you could just knock five or six of them back without any problem whatsoever. I mean, it's a great, great beer if you want to. If you're looking to kick the night off, that's definitely the beer to get, crushable. Uh, then the good folks from Stone, uh, uh, Lizzie over at Stone, thank you, uh, sent me uh, the Viking Space Probe from Stone. It's a double IPA. I've been looking forward to this because I'm a big fan of the space program. I love the concept behind the beer. I just liked it that the whole can was, like, rev- reminiscent of space. You know, it's just I'm, I'm a geek that way. What, what are you going to do? But uh, I have to tell you, this is one of the better beers that Stone has come out with in the last six months. I really enjoyed this a lot. Uh, really nice bite, creamy, little juicy. Uh, I think Stone has kind of got it when it comes to the hazy IPA. And they don't make hazy IPAs, all right? It's got a little bit of juice in it. It's got a nice mouthfeel to it. Like, you're drinking it, you're like, oh, okay. I like this. I could drink another one of these. I love that it's in a 12-ounce can. It's an excellent beer. I would definitely pick up a six-pack of this. This is definitely like a concert beer. You're hanging out in a parking lot. I would definitely drink this. Stone Viking Space Probe. Don't hate on it. Go get it now. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. Uh, Single Cut always puts out consistently great beer. The Bright and Hollow Sky, no exception. Good bite, juicy, really, really nice. Uh, Had a Neon Fantasy by Icarus, which I've had before. It's like I'm on an island. The coconut in it is perfect. It just sits in there. You kind of, you taste it, and you're like, oh, what is it? It takes a while to get into that coconut because it's very, very... It's light. It's not, it's not over, you know, it's not overbearing, which, so it's fantastic. The Reign Supreme by Bolero, which they had done, was it with Imprint? I have to see. Now i got to look at the picture because I wasn't sure. Oh, King's Brewing. I'm sorry. King's Brewing. Uh, so Reign Supreme, King's Brewing, and Bolero Snort. This is a fantastic beer. Smooth, juicy, delicious. Got a can of this from uh, Scott at Bolero. Excellent. Uh, Brick City is always killing it. Honey Don't Front. Um, this is a really good, hazy, juicy beer, but smooth and sweetness from the honey really makes the difference in this. And you can taste the honey. It's in there. Uh, so I do like that smoothness out of it. Uh, the folks from Duclaude sent me some beers a few weeks, uh, a few, oh God, probably a, almost a month now. Finally got a chance to dive into Sour Me, the blackberry honeysuckle tea, uh, sour beer. I love the flavors in this beer. The blackberry is nice. The tea complements it nicely. It's a great beer. I would definitely pick up a, a four-pack of this if it was in the stores. Uh, the good folks from Heavy Seas sent me Dry January with a really cool pack with a pink sweatband and, and a shaker cup and all this other stuff and a journal to write down stuff. Thanks for that. That was a re- Christine, thank you for that. That was really cool. There, there's an excellent bite to this beer, and honestly, I was, uh, I was hard, to, hard to believe that it's a 10% beer. Nice hop. 
went down very smoothly. And again, I was shocked that it was a 10% beer. Excellent. Uh, the Pastriarchy Oat Milk by Duclaw. Smooth. A lot of oats in this. Uh, they used oat milk in this. This is a really, really nice beer uh, and a good way to cap off the night because it is a little strong. It's about an 8.5%er. Uh, my neighbor Greg had brought me some Treehouse. One of them that I hadn't had before is very green. Creamy, delicious, little piney smooth. Nice hop to this. And then finally, uh, a couple of beers I had at Source Brewing earlier this week. Three Threads Nitro with Papuya Coffee. Uh, super smooth. Love the coffee. It's not that strong in this beer, but it is definitely something that I like. And the fact that it's under 5% means I could drink about three or four of these. And it would it just an excellent beer. And then I had the uh, Strawberry Banana Kiwi Vanilla Milkshake. Boy, let me tell you something. If I had time, I'd drink six of these beers. So smooth, flavorful. The strawberry, kiwi, and the vanilla. You get the vanilla really on the back end of it. Very nice and a little hint of banana. It was fantastic. Get down to source. Route 34 in uh, Colts Neck, New Jersey, right next to Delicious Orchards. You will not be disappointed. My thanks to everyone involved in the show. Thanks to Jonathan Hack from AB InBev, Ed Stepanowski, the head of partnerships for Rolling Stone, along with the founder of Elysium Brewing out of Washington State, Joe Basaka, and, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. Back Monday from... Atlantic City on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m. from the Hard Rock Cafe Hotel. This is the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, cheers, everybody.